This is the Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. Good News in Shoes. Hi, this is Connie Louise. Join me Monday through Friday at 5.30 a.m. and 5.30 p.m. for WCNO's Community Calendar. Your nonprofit community calendar event should be sent to WCNO two weeks in advance. Our address is WCNO 2960 Southwest Map Road, Palm City, Florida 34990. Or email your events to WCNO at WCNO.com. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps, and now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor, letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. Hi, I'm Pastor Tina Cook, and I would like to invite you to our awesome True Life Inner Healing Group every other Saturday morning from 9 to 11 a.m. If you are in need of a touch, a word, or a healing from Jesus Christ, this is the place to be. Every group, we have a God encounter. I love the presence of God, but even more, I love watching Him instantly transform your life. It's a fact that your life will never be the same. For the next group date, check out our website at mytruthchurch.com. And you can also check out my testimony at tinacook.org. So come, join me every other Saturday at 9 a.m. and come expecting.
Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now, somebody say now. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the leaders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed. By the word, somebody say the word. By the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. My assignment today is now faith. Now faith. Let me try it again. Now faith. You feel there's like like a little jolt of electricity go through you when you say it real loud. Say it again. Now faith. That's a good thing to have faith. Faith is the key. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for the ability to preach and teach this morning. I thank you, God, for the anointing on my life. I thank you, God, that the words that I speak this morning are your words, words of the Holy Ghost, words of wisdom, words of power. Lord, I thank you, God, that they are imparted to each and every one of us in this house today. God, Lord, that it separates the chaff from our life, God. And, Lord, it puts a fire on the inside of our heart and causes us to burn more for you, God. Lord, that we walk in a place of revelation that we've never walked in before, that we have an understanding that we've never seen before, God. And when we leave this place, God, we are literally changed from the inside out. Lord, we thank you, God, that you're doing an inside job on us, God. You're changing us from the inside, and we're watching it manifest to the outside. Lord, we declare that in the name of Jesus. And Father, we thank you, God, that the attack of the enemy, God, over the brethren, God, shall not succeed. Lord, I thank you, God, that we have ears that hear this morning and a heart that receives. Lord, we cast down every high imagination, God, every high thought, God, every distracting thought. Lord, every thought about life, God, every thought about our jobs. We set them aside in the name of Jesus, and we focus on what you have for us, God, and we pull up to the table, God, at a table that's been prepared prepared for us and we sit God this morning and receive the bountiful blessing of your word and I declare that over every believer in this house this morning in Jesus name if you believe that this morning say amen Amen. how many of you understand this morning that God is continually on the move he is continually moving when you study the Bible there's this law it's called the law of first mention somebody say first mention The law of first mention basically means that the first time something is mentioned in Scripture, it gets played out through the entire context of Scripture. What you see in the beginning is played out all the way through the end. So that that way we know how to interpret the Bible properly. You have to follow that same train of thought, that same strategy, that same logic, the Spirit built throughout His Word. Come on, how many know that the Old Testament are types and shadows of what was to come in the New Testament? It lays out a characteristic of whatever it is that you're talking about. And we begin to understand the character and the nature of our Father in Heaven. For example, God, when Adam allowed sin to come in, God covered Adam with skins. Isn't that right? And what that did is that gave us a picture that for sin, something had to be paid for it. Come on, amen? Something had to die. Adam was covered with skin to cover his nakedness and his sin. He was covered with skin. 
And something had to die. Had to die in order for Adam to be covered. How many know that picture, that thought line, continues throughout the entire context of the Bible, all the way up through Jesus, all the way to Jesus? Amen? Amen. How many know we really don't make ourselves righteous? God made us righteous through the sacrifice of His only Son. And now instead of putting on skin, we put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, I said we put on the Lord Jesus Christ. So in Genesis 1, it's interesting that the Bible says in the beginning, God, in the beginning, God is what it says. In fact, the Hebrew language says this. It says, God in the beginning. That's how you literally interpret that. God in the beginning. Because how many of you know, had there been a beginning for God, then God couldn't have been in the beginning. Hmm? God created the beginning. It was God first. It ain't an argument about the chicken and egg. God, then the beginning. He was there before there was a beginning. Amen? God exists. Amen? He goes even beyond exist. There's more to it than that. God doesn't live in time and space. And He doesn't dwell in the atmosphere that we dwell in. God dwells in heaven, outside of time, outside of space. He's eternal. Some atheists say this. They'll say this. Well, does God really exist? Well, the truth is, if you want to look at it logically, God does not exist. God is existence. Come on, somebody. He is existence itself. It's in Him that everything lives. And it's in Him that everything moves. And it's in Him that everything has a being. It comes from God. God is existence. Come on, it's by the Word and it's by the power of His Word that everything is held in its place. The sun is there. The solar system is there. The stars are there. We are here today because of His Word. Come on, somebody shout, amen? So how many of you understand that not only does God exist in everything, but He also exists beyond everything? <laughs> He's on the other side of everything. I know that might scramble your brains a little bit, but that's the truth. Amen? Amen? David said, I went to the heavens. I found him there. I went to the depths of the ocean. Guess what? I found him there. I went to the grave, and he was there too. I went to the temple, and I found him there. I went to my bedroom. I found him there. Everywhere I went, I found God there. Why? Because God is everywhere. He's everywhere. Touch somebody and say he's everywhere. He says, I framed the world, and I hold it in the palm of my hand. That's good news. The second thing that's characteristic is not only is that God is bigger than life itself, but in verse 2 it makes this statement about God. It says, God, the Spirit of God, was moving. Somebody say moving. Which tells us that God is always, always moving by His Spirit. That's good news. I mean, God's always on the move in your life. He's working on something in you. There's something manifesting in you day after day after day. The Spirit of God is moving. Come on, what God's provided for you and what you appropriate by faith is handled by the Spirit. He's moving, amen? I mean, sometimes you can put God in one place and when you leave and come back, He ain't there no more. Why? Because He moved. Hmm? Moses came out of Egypt, come out of the wilderness and, and where God was going to train him for the ministry and he walked up on a bush that was burning and, and, and he'd been out there for, in, in the wilderness walking around. The bush was burning but it wasn't being consumed and he was taken back because the bush was on fire but it wasn't being consumed. I mean, that's not an unusual sight out in the wilderness. It's extremely hot out there and there's a lot of tumbleweeds and a lot of dry bushes that just catch on fire, amen? There's extreme heat out there. 
That was a common thing to see. But what really got his attention was that the bush was on fire, but it wasn't being consumed by the fire. It was continuing to burn. I know that'll get your attention. Come on, touch somebody and say, get my attention. I mean, there's a lot of people that catch fire, but it's the ones that keep on burning that catch somebody's attention. A lot of people get on fire and flame out. They're burning one day, and the next day you see them, Whoa. So we got a bush that burns, but it won't be consumed, and he stopped. And out of it, God spoke to him, and he met God out there in the middle of the wilderness, and he was so excited about meeting God out there that he went back to Egypt, and he told all the people, hey, you've got to come out here in the wilderness and meet God. He sent me to come bring you out here and meet him. And how many of you understand that when they got back to the wilderness, God wasn't on the bush no more? It wasn't a bush that was on fire anymore, but the entire mountain was on fire. God moved. You've got to be willing to let your faith carry you somewhere. Your faith is taking you somewhere. Somebody say, my faith is taking me somewhere. God is continually moving. And if you're going to walk with God, you're going to have to be mobile. You're going to have to be touch somebody and say, I've got to be mobile. You cannot stand still. You cannot become stagnant. You've got to be moving. I mean, you know, in our culture today, they identify anybody that follows a faith or anybody that follows a religion, they call us people of faith. You know what they call us? You can watch news and say people of faith. Whether they're talking about Christians or, or Muslims or anybody, they say, well, they're people of faith. They have a belief system. If you go to church, they call you a person of faith. And we see that throughout our culture today. Anybody that carries a Bible, well, they must be a person of faith. How I many know there's a whole lot, whole lot of people carrying Bibles that don't know anything about God? There's people carrying Bibles that don't believe what's in them. I know that might be shocking to some of you, but that's true. Come on, amen? There's a lot of people sitting in church service this morning singing songs about God, but they don't really even know if He's there. All across this country. Hmm. I mean, just because we've been identified by a secular world as people of faith doesn't mean that I'm necessarily a person of faith. What it means is that I'm religious. I mean, being a person of faith and being religious are two different things. A lot of people say, well, I'm a believer, and they really don't believe. They claim to be a believer, but what they are is they live their life coming to church, and they live a life of fear. They're afraid. So we got a lot of people saying one thing, but they don't back it up with their lives. Because if I'm really a person of faith, then how many of you know my faith should be carrying me somewhere? My faith should have a destination from where I was last year to another dimension this year. From a lower level last year to a new level this year. From a former glory to this glory. Amen. My faith has got to be taking me somewhere in my life. Even my setbacks become setups. Hmm? Come on, somebody. Sometimes it looks like everything's working against me, but really God's just rearranging the affairs of my life so he can get me to the destination of where he really wants to take me. And sometimes I go along kicking and screaming, but the truth is, is God is really taking me somewhere if I remain a person of faith. He wants to align me with divine purposes in my life. And he wants to align you with divine purposes in your life. Hmm? Isn't that right? There's some people here this morning, I'm telling you, this is your day. God wants to break you out of cycles of dysfunction that have been going on in your life week after week, month after month, year after year. And the Lord says, no, the day has come that that cycle is broken over you. You've been disappointed. You've been tired. You've been going around in circles. You've been doing the same thing year after year. And God says, enough is enough. <laughs> Hallelujah. 
Touch somebody and say, my faith is taking me somewhere today. Hebrews 6 says this. It says, let us leave the elementary teachings. It says, let us not lay again the foundation of repentance from dead works. How many know you can come to a place in your life where you have repented over stuff you did and, 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 and you have got to come to a place where you, gotta, where you have to quit being preoccupied with your past? We got people repenting and going every day back to the same thing. You got to quit doing what you used to do. Hmm? And you got to stop using it as an excuse of why you can't be what God has called you to be. God wants you by faith to move into another dimension of your life. We can't be preoccupied with the weaknesses of our flesh. We got to move on. Somebody say, move on. It's a new day. I can't keep laying the same foundation of repentance towards dead works day after day. I've got to move to another level of faith. God's taking me somewhere. In other words, don't let your faith stay at an elementary level. Move on into middle school. And then make it into high school. Come on, then get into secondary school. Get yourself a degree in Jesus. Hmm? Oh my God, come on, you ain't heard me this morning. Paul said it was an ever-increasing Faith. He told Romans we go from faith to faith. How many know your faith has to be strengthened and it has to be growing? It's got to be moving. It's got to be growing. Amen? And how many understand this morning that God wants to move you into places that are supernatural in your life? He wants to take you and expose you to supernatural things that you've never experienced. You've seen them on TV. You've heard about them on the radio. You've heard the testimony of the miracles. But you haven't experienced the supernatural in your life. And God says, no, that's where I want to take you. That's why I want to move you from faith to faith. Listen to me. There's some things in some of you this morning, they've been hidden. They're just there. They're lying dormant. God's about to reveal those things to you today. If you will reach by faith, divine moments, divine opportunities coming to you, divine breakthroughs for your life today. So what are you talking about? Well, yesterday you might have been miserable. You might have felt trouble. You might have been discouraged. You might, have, you might not have had any resource to do what you want to do. There might have been some complaining going on yesterday. You might have been critical of somebody yesterday. You might have been talking about somebody yesterday. Come on, somebody help me this morning. Can I just tell you, faith is now. It ain't yesterday. Now, faith. Now, faith. Now, now faith. Hmm? Quit whining over what happened yesterday. Quit being discouraged over getting laid off. Quit worrying about who walked away from you and who came to you. Quit complaining about what they said about you. Now, faith. Mm. My God. We've got to recognize now I'm in faith. You might not have been in faith when you got to church this morning. But now, faith. Faith pleases God. Hmm? Hebrews 11.6 says, For without faith, it's impossible to please Him. I didn't write it. It's in the Bible. I'm sorry. That doesn't confuse your understanding that you're running around, jumping up and down, clapping your hands and singing and shouting hallelujahs. It's not really pleasing God. It only pleases Him when you do it in faith. Mm. In other words, going to church is not what pleases God. Singing songs is not what pleases God. Because how many know sometimes we sing songs that we don't even believe? 
We're just singing to be singing. Get in here saying, How great is our God. Sing with me how great is our God. Then Monday we get the car payment. We go, God, how am I going to make this car payment? Where are you, God? Hmm? One day later. Come on now. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And they that come to God must believe that He is. Somebody say, He is. And He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. Listen. Listen to me. God will never give you a life where faith is not necessary. Will not happen. Every day of your life will require you to move and, some, and operate in some kind of faith. You will never become so spiritual. You'll never become so anointed, so powerful. You'll never know the word so well that you will not need to walk in faith. I understand some of y'all in here, you're great people of faith and you glow in the dark when you sleep. That's okay. But you're still going to have to have faith. Hmm? You know what gets God's attention? Faith. Why he's just talking about faith. Yes, I am. Faith is what gets his attention. When God sees faith, he says, I can work with them right there. I can work with her right there. I can work with that guy right there. I can work in that situation right there. When God sees faith, the Holy Ghost is released to appropriate what you're standing in for. Come on, somebody. God will ignore your whining. He won't listen to your complaining. He will only be moved by your faith. Come on, amen? Because it's faith that pleases God. It's faith that pleases God. Come on, somebody. You say, why is it important to operate in faith? Here's why. Because churches have just become a big drug. Church is just a narcotic today. We just come here and get high on Sunday so we can cope for the week. And we don't live the life of faith. I, listen, I'm just being real with you. Some of us are here this morning because we've been obligated. I've got to go to church. Everybody expects me to be there. If I'm not there, blah, 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 blah. Hmm? Some of us did come in faith. Some of us came kicking and screaming. Hmm. We come in for a couple hours, we get our little happy self on, and we dance, and we jump, we feel good, we feel good. We're in this water, we go, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, God. And then we stop our life begins to tip back in. We go back out there and we try to cope Monday through Friday. I got to cope. I got to cope with my coworker. I got to cope with my parents. I got to cope with my children. I got to cope with my family. I got to cope with the lack of money. I got to cope with this city. I got to cope with the economy. I got to cope with everything. And we try to cope for a whole week until we can come back and get another dose of God. Hmm. I mean, you know, God never called you to cope. He called you to conquer. You're supposed to come out of here on Sunday afternoon and conquer the week. I know you ain't going to hear this on TV, but I'm telling you the truth. You're going to have to conquer. Amen? He didn't just call you to get along, to go along, just to get through life and bump and bruise your way through it so you can get back on next Sunday and have somebody touch you on the head and say, I feel the Holy Ghost. That's not what it's about. He said, in all things, you are more than a conqueror. So what happens? You numb yourself to your experiences. You get numb. And listen, 
You get numb to these experiences of our life. But the thing that has been coming overwhelmingly evident to me is that you can never numb yourself from your frustrations. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday at 11.30 a.m. right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981, and ask for your free copy of The Love of the Father. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Access Able Designs and owner Alan Garrett for their underwriting support of this week's program. Hello, my name is Alan Garrett, and I'm the owner of Access Able Designs. A diving accident 31 years ago changed my life physically in a way that left me quadriplegic. However, 15 years ago, I dove into Jesus Christ, which changed my life spiritually forever. The combination of the two have given me the unique opportunity to help others. At Access Able Designs, we offer a creative line of bathroom accessibility products, such as folding shower and bathtub benches, as well as our exclusive patented toilet transfer bench. Our products are commercial grade, stainless steel construction, and built to last. They're also available in custom sizes. Our line of ADA compliant swimming pool lifts are a big seller with hotels, commercial properties, and homeowners. Our products can be seen at accessabledesigns.com as well as my personal life story. I look forward to hearing from you. For more information, you can contact us at 877-853-7816. That number again is 877-853-7816. G4 Summer Camp is back. Free pickup and drop off. Field trips every week. Super fun all summer long. The best summer ever. Breakfast and lunch included. Sign up now, 85 a week. G4SummerCamp.com G4SummerCamp.com The Revealing Truth radio broadcast thanks Ed Meyer Century 21 All Professional for their underwriting support. Hi, this is Ed Myers, Realtor with Century 21 All Professional and member of the National Association of Realtors. Whether you are buying, selling, or renting a home, understanding the market can be essential. I'm a Century 21 top producer, recipient of the Century 21 Presidential Award, Century 21 Centurion Award, and Quality Service Pinnacle Award. 
I proudly serve the United States Marine Corps. Now I'm specializing in serving the Port St. Lucie, Stewart, Fort Pierce, West Palm Beach, and surrounding areas of the Treasure Coast. Real estate is the key to building long-term wealth. Whether you're looking to buy, sell, or rent a home, a first-time home buyer, or an investor, letting an experienced professional with a proven track record can make all the difference. I would love the opportunity to help you. You can reach me by phone or text at 772-342-0047. Again, that number is 772-342-0047. Ignite Your World Ministries, Truth Church, and all its affiliate ministries thanks Destiny Network and Bishop Tony Miller. Destiny Network International exists to serve pastors, local churches, and ministry leaders that make up Destiny Network International. For more information on joining the Destiny Network, go to www.destinynetwork.org.